Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Tire Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Mourn Team Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Parker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! 2027, good morning to you. It's SEN SA Breakfast. We're in studio, Lumo. Powered by Lumo Energy SA. Bixer. Big show still to come. CJ Bruton from the Adelaide 36ers. Adrian Stenter. From Adelaide United, the first full-time coach in our history when it comes to our A-League women's side, which is absolutely outstanding. Um, and also our Brecky Brownlow today, Con and Lena at the Brighton Trophy Centre, take care of that. At the end of the show, we'll go through some of the best and, well, some of the uh, unique parts of this week. You have something to play from former Crow and giant Phil Davis, which is going to ruffle a few feathers. And you're waiting until the end of the show to play that so mm. you can get out of Studio Lumo alive. Is that right? Well, I've still got to survive over the weekend in South Australia because it's it might sort of rock a few people. A few mm. Port Adelaide fans could have their magpie feathers ruffled. I oh, don't. Don't even start. Don't even start with that kind of stuff. It's been a good week, okay? Uh, Bix, before our sports update, did you want a very quick on this day in sport, Burbank Homes Inspiring Designs and Personal Service? Yes, please. There's a couple for you, and there's a bit of a running flavor to this one. So on this day in sport in 2019, uh, Elliot Kipchoge of Kenya becomes the first to run a marathon in under two hours in Vienna. Now, this is uh, not a race by the strict definition using no. the pace setters and the laser markings on a doctored course. There was a documentary made about that, which is amazing if you haven't mm. seen that. That's running. That's real fast running. Did he have the shoes as well? It got a bit of spring, I think so. So it was, it was a very controlled environment yeah. to make sure he did that in a sub two hours. But still, like if you said to someone, run as hard as you can for 1K, this is what this guy is doing over 42. Mm. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, and in 1979, Boston Celtics guard Chris Ford scores the first three-point basket in NBA history in the first quarter of a 114 to 106 win versus Houston at the Garden. And that also marks the debut of Boston rookie Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Pretty good stuff there. Um, Burbank Homes be inspired by their flexible floor pans and personal service. Um, also, Shaquille O'Neal, how many three-pointers did he make in his career? One. Correct. Is it? Yeah. It's like a, almost I'll give you a, a... Just get you... Do you want a ding? Yeah. All right, I'll get you a ding. Hold on. Ah, the meatloaf! <laughs> That's not a ding. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I find that so appealing, that... that? Sort of Will Ferrell reference, but... Yeah, we're just going to play it randomly today. Yeah. It's a Thursday, okay? Okay, uh, let's do a sports update. World Cup hosts India cantered to their second successive win of the tournament after Captain Rohit Sharma's uh, incidentary se uh, century set up their eight-wicket thrashing of Afghanistan. Sharma belted 131 off 84 balls, clobbering five sixes and 16 fours. Um, 
uh, they won comfortably there. Saudi Arabia may be the hot favourite to host the Men's World Cup in 2034, but comments from the chairman of football of the Football Association of Indonesia suggest the Saudis might not have a clear run. We are discussing a bid with Australia. He was mm. quoted as saying on Wednesday, the joint bid could also include Malaysia and Singapore as co-hosts. He said oil-rich Saudi Arabia is the favourite to stage the tournament, which has been set aside for Asian and Oceania confederations. They face a race against time if they want to bid. However, as FIFA's deadline for submissions is October 31. How would that go? Uh, I, I feel that it's going to be similar to the one that we've just had. When it comes to the bidding process, I, I think football is trying to clean itself up a little bit because of uh, what's happened in the past. Um, the one beautiful thing about the World Cup in Doha that I loved is that it was located in one city and mm. everything was accessible via public transport or Uber and this the the multi-city, multi-country sometimes format. Yeah. yeah, in a perfect world, it looks good because you're trying to keep everybody happy. But you've also got to travel via plane. It's even like having World Cups in Australia. You've got to travel so much to get around to see the different things. Like mm. having it centralized somewhere, I think is a really um, good idea. We'll, we'll see that when the Olympic Games come to Brisbane in 2032. I think that's going to be great. Everything's close. Brisbane or Gold Coast, the Olympics? No, Brisbane. Brisbane. Gold Coast had the Com Games. That's it. Okay. So I thought, I thought the Gold Coast were doing some stuff anyway. But when you say it's centralized and it's all in the one spot, it's in the middle of the desert. Hundred percent, it is, and that's you're like, not going to have that anywhere else in the world like that. So, um, Saudi money, when it comes to football right now, leads everything. I spoke to Bruce Jitay about this yesterday, and he said the majority of football clubs in the world are selling clubs. They are a business created to sell players to make money. Mm. Apart from Saudi Arabia, which is a buying league where they just buy everybody. And they are just offering ridiculous amounts of money to players like Ronaldo and Benzema. Um, they put in the big offer to get Mbappe over there because they just want to build up their league because the owners just have so much money. They can just do whatever they want with it. So if they get a tournament over there and they continually put back into football, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's a, a brilliant thing. I, I would love to see. Um, yes, Australia uh, would be great to host a Men's World Cup. Changes everything, though, when it comes to... But if it, it, my my worry would be if it's going to be hosted between Singapore, Australia, um, what was the other, and Malaysia. If Australia gets games, they may only be in Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. And also, we we had this conversation yesterday off the air about the the Grand Prix, which is going to be happening um, in Vegas. Mm. So the the times that for the race start is going to be similar to what we will have to do in Australia for times for kickoff for matches mm. to suit. European viewers, it's going to be strange. Yeah, so the Vegas uh, Grand Prix on the eastern part, eastern shelf of of the USA, will be at one a.m. Yeah, exactly in the morning because because they want a night race because of all the lights and and the strip and all that sort of stuff. But it's also got to be time to go back into Europe, which is where the the huge base is, and that's where the huge money is because of broadcast deals. Mm. So it, it's more than just hey, it'd be great for the country to get a FIFA World Cup. I reckon. I'm speaking of World Cup really quickly. I know you touched on the cricket. Australia play tonight at seven o'clock against South Africa. So that 
Every game's a must-win game for Australia now in the uh, Men's World Cup. Did you want to quickly talk about Aaron Baines too? Because Aaron Baines was involved in an incident over the weekend in the NBL um, with the coach of the Cairns Taipans, uh, Adam Ford. And they basically, as soon as that finished, the altercation, Mm. um, the game finished. And then Cairns jumped on a plane and headed over to the States because they're playing a couple of preseason games now. So what's happened with Aaron Baines and uh, the... Well, it says Brisbane could be in the dark on Aaron Baines' availability just hours before their next NBL game if, if he's not already ruled out with illness. Now, the NBA on Wednesday completed a review into on- and off-court incidences, incidents, I should say, involving the ex-Boomers Centre, Cairns rival uh, Lat Mayan and uh, Taipan's coach Adam Ford during yesterday's... Oh, sorry, during Saturday's clash in Brisbane. The players had to be separated after Baines took offence to a stray Mayan elbow to his neck in the second quarter. Uh, then the NBL also investigated an altercation between Baines and the coach during the halftime break. So two separate incidents that mm. are being investigated. And depending on what happens out of that investigation, whether he has uh, a case to answer. It's going to be very interesting. Thank you for that, Mark Bickley. Uh, and a big thanks to Tire Power to save big time on selected Kumo tyres. What we are going to do is take a little breather. We'll come back and give you some trade news too, because there's a lot going around that affects our local clubs here in South Australia. But of course, all around the country, our trade radio update, we'll chat with Josh Gablich a bit later too. Kona Cranes and DMAG shaping next generation material handling. It is 14 minutes to seven on SENSA. Good morning.